0: Now, October, end of the month is, is Halloween, and, 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 and the, the supernatural is driven by that often in this month. So I'm going to be preaching not on Halloween. Some of you say, oh, no. Some of you, come on, give it to him, Pastor. I, I don't want to waste my time with that garbage because I want to be able to to speak something of God's supernatural work in each and every one of our lives. And and that supernatural work, which you may never really uh, associate to supernatural, is hope. Hope, I want to talk to you about what God could do with something like that. Because often, we associate hope with wishful thinking. As a child on Christmas Eve on their birthdays, they're wishful, wishfully thinking of something that they could get. Here's the danger when we look at hope with, with wishful thinking, is that we look at that and we transfer that onto wishy-washy, wishing things in our spiritual lives without actually seeing what God's Word has to say about that. Here's what I want to do. I want to pray first. You ready for this? Get ready to receive this. Heavenly Father, it is in the name of your Son and through the power of the Holy Spirit that I pray for this congregation that their even every thought would be brought into captivity, that their minds would be set on you this morning, not on what is going on in our world, not what's going on in their own individual lives or what's going on today, but what's going on in their lives right now in this sanctuary through the Spirit. To those here and to those who are watching online, I pray, Lord, that you would fill their minds with your thoughts, with your insight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, you know, hope, And God is God's work in our lives. Listen to this in Romans 15, verse 13. I love this verse. May the God of your hope so fill you with all, say all, all joy and peace and believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may slip by no you may abound and be overflowing i love this that the amplified version says bubbling over with hope in the 47 plus years of pastoring and ministry that i've seen people in every type of situation in their life some of them on top of their world god was blessing them other times with more challenging times that that what they were going through was well was difficult then there is those folks that I have been a counsel with that they have felt defeated, overwhelmed by life because of the struggles that they were been hit by. Add to all that the chaos of which we are living in today, is there any wonder why people are losing hope? But when we're overwhelmed with this, no matter what this situation is, on the top of the mountain or in the valley, we all need hope. And listen to me, church. Hope is more than some motivational thought. It's it's far more than just a, a fading daydream. Hope is nothing is impossible for God's firestorm refusing to be quenched. Could I say that again? Hope is nothing is impossible with God's firestorm refusing to be quenched. Wrap your minds around this is that there is this amazing, loving, caring, supernatural God who is waiting, desiring to be able to bestow upon you his wonders. I'm talking about that's better than Christmas morning, church. Yeah. God really wants to do something. People lose hope often because they are overwhelmed with loss or um uh, repeated failures or impossible situations or when when a trust has been broken in their lives. And I feel at times people don't want to hope because I've heard people say, "Well, I don't want to expect anything because when I expect something and I don't get it, I'm disappointed. So I just don't expect anything." What a horrible way to be able to wake up in the morning. Isaiah the 40th chapter verse 34 says, "But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up their wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. You know what that really means, run and not be weary? That means I'm in for the long haul. That means sometimes I don't get those answers immediately. But I will run. I will walk, go through this and not... Be wary. And then it comes back and says, And they shall walk and not faint. What they used to do in the ancient times when they're going into battle, they would have their shield and then they would have their sword up. And they would hold that shield and they would hit the side of that shield with their sword and walk into battle towards each other. I'm telling you, my heart would be going maybe, you know, but they would not faint. They would walk into the enemy's camp with that assurance that God is with them. So I tell you something, dare, dare to hope. I dare you. Anybody dare you when you was a kid? Boy, you know, the last words of a person who jumped off the side of a cliff, watch this, you know. Kids would use to dare us, me and my buddies, when we were young teenagers, we would climb a tree, be 10 of us in a tree. Then we would get one of our buddies and cut the tree down while we were in the tree. We would have fun riding the tree down. We would always want them to cut the tree, that it would fall into the other trees and slow it down. Then I had one guy that had a brainstorm or something. That He cut the tree down, but he had it fall into the open field. You heard ten guys screaming like girls. Sorry, ladies. As that tree was falling. We, we didn't get hurt, but we got all scratched up, and that kid went running, and we went running after him. I will not admit to anything that happened when we caught him. but We caught him. Crazy stuff. But have you been dared to hope? To hope and what God could do. Hope energizes and motivates us to take action, action in allowing our faith to be activated in that obedience of God's word in our lives. Listen, church, hope, you know, hope leads boldly, decides dearly, speaks firmly, and perseveres passionately. When we embrace that hope, it influences our attitudes all around us of what we're going through. Hope releases joy, Nehemiah 8.10 tells us, and the joy of the Lord is our source of strength. In possible situations, don't give up. Don't stop hoping because Nothing is impossible with God. In Matthew 19, verse 26 says, with man this is impossible. (laughs) Boy, do we know that. I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But with God, all things, say all things, all things are possible. Here's something you need to hear. Everything that has never been done is impossible until someone does it. So why can't it be you? Why can't it be you? You could say, why can't it be me? Can I hear that? Why can't it be me? Well, why can't it be you? See. Chosen to believe God is doing something that is absolutely marvelous in our lives, of uh, adding to that hope within us. So, so here's what I want to do. I, I want to give you some instruction to how to hope. You're thinking, that's kind of peculiar. You mean you've got to teach us how to hope? Well, yeah, because sometimes our hope is distorted by what we are hoping for. And where we are getting the input to hope for that. Romans 8, verse 24 says this in the New Living Translation. We were given this hope. You see, you didn't have to earn it. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. Paul was telling us that there is something that is unseen that God has for us. And we have to become patient. But you're thinking, well, if I can't see it, how can I look forward to it? You can't see it through your heart. You see, God speaking to us, this is where that hope comes from. It is that heart sense, that imagination that God places in our heart, and that is placed there by a loving God through a Holy Spirit that is directing our paths day by day. It is His work in our lives. Isaiah 26.3 says this. You will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is, committed and focused on you. You both, in, um, in both inclination and character because He trusts and takes refuge in you with hope, and confident expectation. This is from the Amplified Bible. That word hope is used often in the Old Testament with imagination. And and if I would throw that in there, let me rephrase this for you because this is powerful. God will keep us in perfect and constant peace when our God-given, Holy Spirit-led imagination is steadfast, committed and focused on God. A lot of Christians would reject the idea of the idea of using your imagination because they're worried about imagination where that could take us. Do you know that you can't think without imagination? Because you can't go home today without imagination. If you would, you get in your car, you have to imagine where you're going you see your house, and in your mind, you picture the route that you're going to take. In your imagination, if I would say apple, you would think of the word A-P-P-L-E. Now, if I said red apple, you would see that red apple. If I said red apple hanging on a tree, you would see a big tree with a head red apple. If I would say a lot of red apples hanging on that tree, you would see a tree filled with red apples. If I would tell you that there is a forest filled with apple trees that red apples are hanging, you would be overwhelmed by the glory of those red apples shining. See, I'm telling you something is that if you want that truth, that hope to be ignited in your lives. You get into God's word because there's those promises in which he gives to us that will lit that picture of where he wants to take us and it ignites our faith because I could see not just one apple I could see the multiple promises of God and how faithful he is in doing them in Romans the 8th chapter verse 25 says if but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, For as a man, as he, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking in your heart some people are imagining the fear of the possibilities I can't stand watching the news because the only thing that they want to fill my mind with is fear of everything yeah. the craziness that is going on I'm respectful of this pandemic absolutely that I'm cautious in it but but I'm not caught up in fear Because I know what God is going to do. I hear people saying, well, if so-and-so gets elected, the world's going to come to an end. They want to do this fear technique. I want you to know that this world is not governed by the laws of the White House. This world is governed by the laws of God's Word. And no matter what Whoever comes into that position, I am trusting in the everlasting, loving God because He has authority over kings, no matter who they are in the world today, and that authority and that leadership. Listen to me, church. It's hope. is something that we see that sees the invincible, invisible hope fills the intangible, and hope can achieve the impossible. Could I say that again? Hope sees the invisible, fills the intangible, and achieves the impossible. Remember what I said, everything is impossible until someone does it? So, someone was trying to tell the Wright brothers, you can't fly. Well, they had another thought and hope in mind. Abraham and Sarah could not conceive a child. Abraham was 100. Sarah was 90. Her womb was dead. There was no way that she was going to bring forth a child into this world until an almighty God brought forth life in that womb of that woman. And listen to me, church. It's far more than just Isaac coming into into existence. Because look at this lineage. It started at something that was impossible with Isaac. Out of Isaac came Jacob. And Jacob had the 12 sons. And those 12 sons produced 12 tribes. And those 12 tribes became the nation of Israel. And the nation of Israel produced the prophets and the kings. And out of that came Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah. And the seeds is as the stars of the heaven and the sands of the sea. What we think is something that is impossible. God not only wants to do something that is supernatural in our lives, is that He goes, that is just the beginning of the seed. It goes further than that. Faith encourages faith, hope increases that hope from glory to glory what happens in our lives. But when we take that wishful thinking that he might, he could, or whatever, I'm not going to hope because I don't want to be disappointed, we miss out on allowing the promises of God's Word to be ignited within our lives. Listen to us, church. In Romans 5, 5, the Amplified Version says, such hope in God's promises. Never, say never. Never. Listen, those listening online. Say never. Well, I think I heard you online too. Never disappoints us. But God's love has been abundantly poured out upon our hearts. Not just our lives, our hearts. Why do, why do you say hearts? Because he knows where that belief starts that imagination, that trust, that hope in that heart through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us. Hmm. Here's the thing that I often know is that Satan is not afraid that you have a Bible. Especially if there's dust on it. What he's afraid of is a Bible that falls apart. See? Because that word has been read. That word has been studied. That word has been put to use. And we take those promises of God and we begin to meditate upon it. We begin to allow Him to speak into our lives. I love. A lot of books that I read, a lot of them have such an amazing That study that we did on the book of James. We used a commentary in, in, in teaching that, and that commentary was biblically based, supported by Scripture, and supported by more Scripture. Because it is the Word of God that transforms lives. It is this Word that when I begin to open it up, begins to allow that hope which we have in Christ to be not wishful hoping, but a supernatural hope that we have in Him. You see, men do not reject the Bible because it contradicts itself. Men reject the Bible because it contradicts them. Let me say that again and to those who are listening online. And maybe you're listening online from not only another state, but another country. And you're not sure about this thing, about this Bible. But I want you to understand, it does not contradict itself. People reject the Bible because it contradicts them and their philosophy of life but i know that there's substance and there's evidence within this word he says says in rome i in mean hebrews 11:1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen now faith is the what substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. There is substance and there is evidence. The substance is what I'm reading today. The evidence is the proof of what that Word has done again and again and again in the past in people's lives. This is not wishful thinking. There's substance and evidence. I could take this to the courtroom and prove the truth of it. God wants to do something. My hope is anchored in the never-failing promises of God's Word and what He could do. Now, listen, church. Say this with me. His provision is in the promises. Ready? No. It's it's on the screen, right? Say it with me. His provision is in the promises. See, my hope is not wishful thinking. My hope is based on the truth of God's word and what he's saying to us. How do I know how this works? Well, we know it works because we have seen it in people's lives. Daniel, when he was thrown into the lion's den, he prayed and shut the lion's mouth. When when Elijah prayed, Fire came down out of the sky to consume that altar. I don't know. I don't hope God delivers. I know God delivers. His word says, and come on, His word says in Psalms thirty-four nineteen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. <laughs> Anybody say amen to that? And God delivers them out of some of them. No. All. All of them. See, here's what God's word says. If God before you, who could be against you? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. God is my fortress. God is our high tower. God is our shield. He is our deliverer. Nothing is impossible to those that believe, to those that hope. To those that imagine in the spirit led life are called according to the promises of God. Nothing is impossible. See, what God has done, He could do it again. Do you believe that, Kenny? Yeah. Do you believe that, Anthony? Hey, Prince, back here. We have we have the Real Prince here. Prince is our new drummer. Now, he's not the purple Prince. He's a spirit filled, God led Prince. It's great to have him on the worship team. Do you believe that, Tommy? Nothing's impossible. Do you believe that? Amen. All right, Skip, do you believe that? Betcha. Well, we out on this platform, we believe. That God can do it again and again. See, our hope is God given, Holy Spirit led imagination filled with the promises of God's Word. Filled with the promises of God's Word. I hope in that absolute assurance because I have that evidence. I have that substance of God's promises that He will work all things together for good to those who love called according to his purpose we are the children of God he is our father he will hold nothing back he will turn rocks into muffins for us because he is able to take care of his people and I could trust and walk in that and when I read that word of God something that begins to stir up inside me when I have people all around me in the world that is giving up hope, that is walking in fear, I'm going to tell them I want you to know the promises of God's word. He is faithful. He will never He will never He will never leave us. He will never disappoint us because my hope is established in nothing less than that solid rock of Jesus Christ would you stand with me church? This morning, I'm not naive the struggles that we have. Mia walked in here last week, and she humbles in here this week in crutches. Life changes day by day, but here's what I do know. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is always there for us. You may be going through the most challenging time in your life right now. You may even be challenged in your faith of what is going on in your life. Why is this happening to me? It's okay to say that. There's nothing wrong in saying that. We're human. We ask, what is going on? Why me, Lord? But I want you to know that He is the author and finisher of your faith. That hope That imagination is led by the power of the Holy Spirit when we are focused on the Word, not focused in the world. Focus on the Word, and something begins to change. What happens? What would happen if a few people begin to hope with expectation? I heard of 120 who did that. They got together. It took them, you know, 10 days to get their act together in prayer in a prayer meeting. 10 days. But when they did, with that expectation of waiting before you, Pentecost happened. So in saying that, I say, do it again. Do it again. Will you bow your heads with me, please? With your heads bowed in prayer. And you online, as you are praying as well. I realize life can be challenging for us. I realize that we could question not only why is this happening, but God, why are you allowing it to happen. You may even be questioning your faith. But this morning, there's something that is stirring inside of you. I want you to know that is the Holy Spirit speaking into your life. He's telling you not to quit, not to give up. He's saying begin to trust in me. Begin to believe. Begin to read this word and the promises of this word and ignite that flame, that promise of what God wants to do, because nothing is impossible with God's firestorm refusing to be quenched. That's hope. So, if you're struggling with that hope this morning, say, Pastor, remember me in prayer. Just look up at me. That's all I ask. Thank you. I love your transparency. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. It is real, I understand that. But I know that he is greater than any situation in your life. So, Heavenly Father, it's in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that I pray for every individual in this sanctuary and online. I pray that you would move in behalf of each individual in their home in their individual lives in every circumstance and ignite that firestorm of hope that cannot be quenched because of the truth of the promises of god's word arise and what we say today lord we read what you have done and what we say lord As a body of Christ, we say, do it again. Do it again, Lord. Do it again. Back, Lord, do it today in a supernatural way. And we will give you all the glory and all the praise. For we ask this. In that conquering, loving name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.